welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. How are you, Nick? Excellent. Excited? Yes. I'm always excited to talk about movies. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited to talk about Left Behind. Me too. It's going to be a fun one, this one. We're going to go on a ride here, people. A plane ride. I, once again, before we get started, want to thank Ross Cook for selecting this movie, our Patreon. If you join our Patreon, you can also grab a wild card. You can, and select join us at the bottom of the stream. So, first season. for those of you who don't know, this wild, this season's wild card race was a race to the bottom. Yes. So we challenged our Patreons to find the worst movie. Indeed. And Ross has come in with this. Do you want to know a bit more about Left Behind? Yes, please. Left Behind is from 2014. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 50 minutes. And it's currently rated a 3.1 on IMDb. Okay. And stars the aforementioned Nicolas Cage as Rayford Steele. Great name. Wonderful name to start with. Um, I don't need to give you any information on who Nick Cage is. No way. This is the third time he's been on our show. Um, not many people have been on three times. Mason Blair has. Sure. Uh, that could be about it three times. We've had a few Scott double, only two, isn't he? double headers. Yeah, we've had quite a lot of double headers now. But um, I mean, there's a lot of cage movies out there, especially in the last sort of five to ten years. He's gonna pop up yeah. now and again. I think there's like I think somebody I think Ross said there was eleven cage movies on Netflix, right? And all of them are Bad. able to go on bottom well, of the stream. <laughs> the lower end of his, uh, yeah, his uh, catalog, I guess. Talking to people who have been on the show before, this also stars Leah Thompson. Yeah, as uh, Irene Steele. Not quite as cool a name. No, not quite. <laughs> um, she's obviously most famous for Back to the Future films, sure. the Back to the Future films, but she was also in Sarah Sierra Burgess is a loser. That's right. Which is still one of the worst films we've ever done on this show. Is it not? I really like Leah Thompson. <laughs> Me too. And she's been in these two movies. <laughs> she's that good we've in this talked as well. <laughs> she's good in this, but she's not in it. No, that was <laughs> disappointing. How little she was in it. She's in like a scene and a half, yeah. but she's second build cast member. <laughs> Um, also stars Chad Michael Murray, who is a name that you will remember from the early 2000s. Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek, One Tree Hill. Yeah. Uh, he was also in House of Wax with okay. Paris Hilton. Have you seen that? Absolute classic. I think I have, actually. I think me like, and you watched it together Way, once. way, way back. I think me and you both watched it once. Um, he plays. He's also in Freaky Friday. Oh, yeah. With um, Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Uh, he plays a character called Buck Williams, yeah. which is also a great name. So the, the writer, who I will come back to in a moment, of this film picks good names. Sure. Uh, directed by a guy, an English guy called yes. Vic Armstrong. What that do you know name, about Vic Armstrong? Well, it may ring a bell. Uh, it rang a bell with me. I was like, I'm sure he's a famous stuntman. He is. He's a very famous stuntman. He's the most famous stuntman. He's Indiana Jones. He's Indiana Jones. He's also in the Guinness Book of Records. Well, all right. Okay. As the world's most prolific stuntman. Brilliant. <laughs> I never knew he directed a movie. Do you know what he did direct? What? Which is, he's, he's very famous as also, as well as being a stuntman, he's a very famous second unit director. Okay. So he works on a lot of, most of the Indiana Jones films he was the okay. second unit director on. But he was also the second unit director on Terminator 2. Oh, wow. And he directed the opening section of Terminator 2. Oh, amazing. Which is incredible. Because then he went on to make Left Behind. <laughs> We are watching a movie directed by a guy who part directed Indiana Jones and Terminator 2. Yes. What could go wrong? <laughs> Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> but this film was also, this one's got four writers. Uh, yeah, that figures. This has been written in a room. Um, so I'm going to give you the names because it's nice to credit all of them, but then I'm going to talk to you about one of them specifically. Oh, I'm excited. So it's written by Paul Lalonde, John Pallis, Tim LaHaye. And Jerry Jenkins. Okay. I want to talk to you a little bit about Paul Lalonde. Okay. Paul Lalonde has written a film called Left Behind. Yeah. That is not this film. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Paul Lalonde wrote a film called Left Behind that was released straight to video in the year 2000. Okay. And is the original, this film is a remake of that. Oh, wow. That it has a higher IMDb rating than this. That is impressive. <laughs> it's rated currently at 4.5 on IMDb. Guys, I've got a great idea. We're going to remake this film I did 15 years ago, but we're going to do it better. Yeah. With Nicolas Cage, Oscar winning actor Nicolas Cage. And a Cage. budget. And a budget. And it's actually, it's rated worse. Yeah. That's a great story. A whole 1.4 points worse. 
Left Behind from the year 2000 also has two sequels. Oh, wow. <laughs> Left Behind Franchise. 2 and Left Behind 3. Um, let me find you some information on the sequels because this film didn't make any money, this one that we're going to talk about. So sure. the sequel remakes never happened. But uh, I want to give you the synopsis of them. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. In my mind already, I want to watch all three of these movies. <laughs> I think maybe bonus episode. <laughs> I do not know where we'll find them. There's means. Oh, I do. They're on Amazon Prime. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Left Behind 2 is subtitled Tribulation Force. <laughs> okay. It's from 2002 and is also rated higher than the original Left Behind. Wow. It's rated a 5.0. Whoa. <laughs> Flying high. Do you want to know the synopsis? Yes. After the rapture and the revealing of the identity of the Antichrist, a group of converts form the Tribulation Force, a secret society with the sole purpose of converting non-believers to Christianity. <laughs> that's a fact that film spawned a sequel Left Behind 3 uh-huh. World at War okay. was released in 2005 and is rated at 4.6 out of okay. 10 on IMDb which is again higher than this film with Nicolas Cage in do you want to know the synopsis? yeah yeah the world falls into chaos as Nikolai Carpathia detonates nuclear devices across the globe and stages multiple devastating attacks against both the Tribulation Force and an international militia led by US President Gerald Fitzhugh. <laughs> Fitzhugh. Fitzhugh. That, again, is on Amazon Prime. I was amazed by this. Like, all three of them. That, that's Prime. astounding. That is astounding, isn't it? Paula Lunde is described on IMDb as... A pioneering producer and screenwriter in the faith-based apocalyptic thriller genre. I've always said, it, within the faith-based apocalyptic thriller genre, who else would you talk to apart from Paul Lalonde? <laughs> Paul Lalonde has written 11 films that have all been released, and they are all faith, faith-based apocalyptic thrillers. Fuck me. <laughs> so, his first one was called Racing to the End of Time. Yeah. Rated higher than Left Behind is. Okay. The Mask, the Mark of the Beast came out in 1997, sure. 5.5 on IMDb. This was followed by Apocalypse, Caught in the Eye of the Storm, 4.4 on IMDb. The sequel to Apocalypse was called Revelation, 5.1 on IMDb. The sequel to Revelation was called Tribulation, 5.0 on IMDb. Then the Left Behind films came, okay. with Judgment and Deceived in the middle, again, film and sequel, 5.2 and 4.1. And then Left Behind, the remake came, and which stars Nicolas Cage and is his lowest rated film. And is, is that it? That's or it. He has it since anything then? since. How does... Like, I understand how you can make a, a a mini sort of industry, cottage industry of faith-based... Apocalyptic thrillers. Fine. I get that there's like a steady audience for that sort of thing. Yeah. How does that then sort of churn its way into an actual Hollywood movie? I don't know. Uh, because... Well, we'll get to it, but this is one of the most sickeningly, like, sweet, horrible movies at the same time then just being nasty as well. That makes no sense. It will when we get to talk about it, but I I don't understand how this has then been magnified up to sort of Hollywood level. No. It boggles my mind. (laughs) It boggles my mind. I don't understand how that happened at all. I just don't get it. But... How is it also then worse than his straight-to-video? Yeah. I'd... His previous 10 films that are all straight-to-video. <laughs> it's baffling. But it, I found that really interesting last night when I was looking through his information. Yeah, that's, that is that is cool. <laughs> Imagine being described as a pioneer in faith-based apocalyptic thrillers. I mean, it wouldn't fit on your passport as a job description. How many it? films can you is write about occupation? the occupation? 11. That's <laughs> how many. Quite obviously, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, since 2014 when this film came out, he has fallen off the face of the earth. Literally, he's been raptured. <laughs> so, should we get on with it? Talk yeah, about let's it, do it. Because I feel like you have a lot to say about this. Sure. <laughs> Where does this film start, Nick? I'm sure you do as well. I uh, do, indeed. New York. New York, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> we get loads of shots of New York City. We do, indeed. Yeah, it's lovely. Uh, and then we're Obviously at an airport. JFK, in fact. Yeah. JFK Airport, been there. I think I may have been <laughs> as well. I'm sure, yes, I have. And then we meet Chloe for the first time. Sure. Chloe is Rayford Steele's daughter. She is. She lives somewhere else in the world. She's home for the holidays. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She's come home for the holidays. Um, 
she gets that home, she arrives. Surprise. Yes. It's not for the holidays, it's for her dad's birthday. Okay. So her mum knows she's coming. Yeah. So does her little brother. Yeah. But old uh, Rayford has got no idea. No. She's coming to surprise daddy. Yes. Um, so she arrives, she gets into the departure, la- uh, the arrival, not the departure lounge. <laughs> That'd <say>. be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Although it did seem to be the same place. Oh, yeah. Um, she arrives, she calls her mum. Her mum gives her the bad news that unfortunately her dad has been called into work. Ah. Which would not be an issue, except for her dad is a long tall pilot yeah he's going to london he's going to london which is an issue because she's just here to visit for the weekend but ha wait he's a pilot yes she's in an airport she is he's coming to work yes let's meet up sure (laughs) but before she gets a chance to meet up she decides to accost a lady fuck me just before you get onto that (laughs) the fucking photoshop at (laughs) home that when leah thompson picks up this family photo yeah it's so bad it is bad like They've made they've just Nicolas Cage look more plastic. I don't even think they've photoshopped it. I think they've just print sticked some heads over <laughs> other people's bodies. It's like it's like Nicolas Cage from Raising Arizona. Yeah, Leah Thompson from Back to the Future are just two random two kids. kids. Anyway, whilst she's in the airport, Buck Williams turns up, who is this investigative journalist. Uh, he does mention it, yeah, a couple of times. Um, he's just back from somewhere where he's been doing some investigation. Everyone knows journalism. him. They're like, you're that guy off the yeah. news. He's written a book and whatever. Yeah. And a, a lady of faith accosts him and sure. starts abusing him a little bit, I guess. She's like... She's asking him to justify his position on some sort of... He's, he's come from like some tsunami zone or yeah. something. And she's like, well, God sent this thing to yeah, cleanse the earth. God's and will. And, and Chloe decides bullshit. she's going to get involved. Um, she kind of shoots this woman down. That strikes up a relationship between Buck Williams and Chloe Steele. Yeah. <laughs> I love the names in this. I'm going to do it all the way through. Um, and they sit down, they have a bit of a drink together, they get chatting, and then all of a sudden, they appear to be in love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spot on. That's exactly what happens, isn't it? Spark within, within five minutes, they've fallen in love. Um, he leaves when her dad shows up. So she's waiting at the top of the stairs because she well, knows her dad's going to show up. Just before that, so we get an intro to Cage. Yeah, so he pulls into the parking lot. There is yeah. some... And I will touch on this probably a couple of times. The score to this movie is atrocious. <laughs> it's like porn music. Yeah. And when he pulls up in his car and it's all like... Bow, 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 <laughs> and he takes his wedding ring off. He does. Locks it in the car. What an absolute because bastard. Because there's a lady waiting for him. Yeah. A hot flight attendant. A hot flight attendant called Hattie. Yeah. Was called. And that's who he's fraternizing with yeah, as he he's, he's, ascends the he's stairs going to london with yeah. taking her to london um so he's coming up this escalator not knowing that chloe's waiting at the top for him flirting with this flight attendant whilst he's doing it yeah eyeballs chloe pretty much straight away across the room he did well to spot her I he basically face plants this flight attendant yeah, he's like give my hat back <laughs> literally pushes her out of the way <laughs> with his face to the palm to the face um yeah so he goes and has a, a bit of a sit and a coffee with chloe um they have a chat don't they I think he did know she was coming. No. But well, wouldn't he have been a bit more surprised if he didn't? He was more interested in covering up his traps. Yeah. Um, but no, he didn't know she that she was coming to visit. Okay. Uh, and we quickly learned that there are some marriage problems yes. between uh, Raymond and... Uh, sorry, Rayford and Raymond. Irene. <laughs> Rayford is a much cooler name than Raymond. Apologies to any Raymonds. <laughs> Do you know any Rayfords? No, I've never heard of it as a name, but I really like it. It's only Raymond's. If my brother's listening, he should consider the name Rayford. Do you not think? <laughs> what about Ray Me? Because that's Ray... what the, their son's called. Ray Me? No. <laughs> I didn't pick up that he's Ray Me and Rayford. Yeah, no. <laughs> should be Ridiculous. called Ray Mini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, yeah, they've got another son called Ray Me. Chloe reveals that when she called her mum that she thought that the mum was going to say that the dad had left. Yeah. But she didn't. Because she describes her mum at this point as a wacko. Yeah, <laughs> mum's she's got found a, God. She's my mum's recently found religion. I, the best line of this movie. Sorry to cut across you. That's fine. Cage says something. So he, he says, "Well, at least she, at least if she was going to leave me, she's left me for Jesus." Yeah, <laughs> I was, it's the high point for me. It's the best written bit of. <laughs> Paul Lalonde is a great writer in the apocalyptic thriller. Hey, he knows his Jesus. He does know his Jesus. Nobody knows him better. Just as they're about to depart from each other, Chloe spots that he's not wearing his wedding ring. Yeah. She also eyeballs that this Hattie is waiting quite inconspicuously at the counter for him. I, I can kind of get that because I'm married. Yeah. I remove my wedding ring to 
do sports. I wonder what you're going to say then <laughs> to do affairs. <laughs> if, like, I would play. He says fo- he doesn't like to fly in it. That's his. Uh... Sure. I, I mean, I. Your fingers swell up, don't they, and shit when you're flying? Probably. I don't know. It's been a long but time. Is he worried about it getting like caught on a gear stick? And... Maybe. No. <laughs> that was his excuse. He says he doesn't like it when he's flying. Okay. And eventually he goes off to work. Yeah, Book comes back. Book, yeah, have, he's just sitting at the next table. <laughs> he didn't even leave anywhere. Yeah, he's just, just sitting eavesdropping. Just waiting for it. They flirt a bit more. They talk about boring religion. Yeah, religious get shit. more in love. Ray is now on the plane with the flight attendant. She is not making any secret. She's talking to the other flight attendant about how she's definitely going to bang Ray. Yeah, it's weekend. like, we're getting to London and then we are going to fuck. <laughs> this was, Nicolas Cage is not a good looking man anymore. This was a peak. Nicolas Cage is not a good looking man. He's... He's puffy in this movie, isn't he? He's more plastic than skin in his face. I mean... He was... When we watched... What was that other one? Between he's, Worlds. He's blotchy and... In Between Worlds, he put on a lot of weight for that role. But he, and he looked a lot better than he did in this film. Yeah. He looks awful in this. He's, his face is just like a flat slab of plastic. <laughs> you know, like that... What's that thing in Doctor but he's Who? He's jowly at the same time, yeah. isn't he? So he's a bit wobbly. Yeah. Whilst being this, flat. This flight attendant is a very good looking lady. I don't know what, what's going on here. I'm confused by this relationship. He's got a U2 tickets. He has got some U2 tickets. So a man in the airport. <laughs> this is stupid as this well. Was, this bit was really stupid and we've not even started yet. To talk about just being there for plot contrivance. Completely. So a man in the airport approaches. He's in one of them little trucks. Yeah. Well, they carry inside cars. old people around. On. Yeah. He approaches Chloe, who he obviously knows somehow. Yeah. While she's talking to Buck yeah. and says, I've got these tickets for your dad. They're for a U2 concert in London. Yeah. There's two tickets. Sure. He actually says there's two tickets as if he's saying, your dad's having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well have just said that to her. Yeah. So she takes the tickets off him, knowing that he's already got on this plane. And he and the, the guy gives them to her, doesn't know she's no. going on the plane. No. <laughs> so she, she isn't. She isn't. No, she's not going. She's just arrived on a plane. So However, should he take him to the desk? Yeah. Or I've turned up before the flight was about to take off. However, Book is going on the plane. Of course. Book is going to London on Rayford's plane, which is convenient for her. Yeah. Because she says, will you give these tickets to my dad? I don't know why this random man has given them to me. I've got no use to two tickets for a U2 gig in London. But what it does reveal is that he's definitely having an affair. She's She knows this now, because why else would he need two tickets to a U2 concert? By, um... My notes went off a cliff at this point. <laughs> I, I, I used the number two so many times in this line. <laughs> I've, dude passes two ticks, two you two, two give two Ray. <laughs> That's brilliant. Read that again. Dude passes two ticks, two you two, two give two Ray. That's exactly what happened. That's really good. I like that. So she gives him to Book. Book gets on the plane, literally walks into the cockpit. With these two tickets. Oh, I thought I thought I'd switched <laughs> movies here for this next bit. He does. He walks just go here, go, here's two tickets. Yeah, he's like, Alright, Ray, this man's <laughs> just give you two tickets. Oh, by the way, Chloe's seen them. Yeah. Can you just you can't just walk into a cockpit. No. The door was open. Not even in two thousand fourteen. Didn't even knock on the door, he just walked straight in. I was like, This isn't right. And then we get a tour of like first class. Yeah. And I've read it. Meet a cast of characters oh, on the plane. This was so lazy. Just like it really was. This this was pure like those cheap ass fucking religious films you talked about at the start. Yeah. Just transplanted straight in yeah. here. There's this lazy casting. You've got a comedy old couple. Yeah. Because it's funny that one of them's got dementia. Yes. You've got a, a rich Texan, yeah. as we mentioned <laughs> earlier. You've got a midget. Yeah. There's a single mom. Yeah. There's a Muslim. <laughs> There's a bitch. Yeah. And there's an Asian nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of them, an offensive stereotype. Yes. Every, and that's the first class, plus book is the first class. This film is, cabin. what, seven years old? Yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I was gobsmacked by this scene. And you literally get a tour around each one of them. Don't yeah. You? And the midget's really angry because he's got <laughs> little man syndrome. <laughs> it's played by the guy from, um, what's those films with Johnny Depp? Pirates of the Caribbean. He's, he's in <laughs> yeah. them, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's in all of them. I blew my mind that scene. It, did. Yeah, it was a bit mental, wasn't I, it? I was like, I can't believe this. This is... <laughs> yeah, that it existed It was so almost recently. like a parody of a plane disaster movie. Yes. 
wasn't it? It was like, <laughs> so, it was like we were, I'd, we'd turned over to airplane. Yeah. But with just... 2014 stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a bit crazy. Chloe goes home. Are we from now on, we're cutting between what's going on in the plane yeah. and what's going on with Chloe. Yes. That, that's what this film is now for the, the whole thing until they come together at the end. That's what we've got. So Chloe has arrived at home. She's met up with her mum. She doesn't have a great relationship with her mum. She doesn't believe in this religious mumbo jumbo that her mum's going on about. Yeah. She also meets sort of a little kid brother. Um, he's a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, he's not great. But he's not in it again. He's not in it. Chloe quickly puts her foot in it with her mum. Because she mentions this crazy lady from the airport. Yeah, in crazy, commas, crazy religious lady. Which her mum took offence to. And they have an argument about her mum's beliefs. And Chloe eventually storms out of the house. Yeah, I quite <laughs> like this line as well, to be fair. Because uh, Irene, the mother, says, Oh, I'm so glad God's brought you home. <laughs> and Chloe says, I brought myself home. Yeah. God's why dad isn't here, you bitch. <laughs> She might not say the last bit. Basically what happened there. Come back to the plane. There's a there's a comedy scene with the little guy can't put his bag in the locker. He's, in the overhead locker. Because he's a small dude. Yeah, brilliant. Genius. <laughs> come back to Chloe. Chloe says, come on, Ray, Ray Minnie. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go. Well, he says, can we go to the mall? And she's like, well, that's as good a place as any. Why not? Because she just wants to get away. So she takes, she's already got a dad's car. She took her dad's car from the airport. Yeah. I don't know how she was planning to get home if she hadn't turned <laughs> into a dad. Uber. But, yeah. Um, so she takes her dad's car with her brother to the mall. She doesn't tell her mum that she's taking the brother. She just takes him. He's not old. He's, what, eight or nine, if that? Yeah, if that. If that. Little specky oink, isn't he? <laughs> specky oink. <laughs> um, I wear glasses, I can say that. True. Although you're not wearing them now and I am, so well, I've taken offence to it. If the glasses fit. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Um, cut back to the plane. Ray is now left the flight deck uh, or the cockpit and he's gone to go and have a flirt with Hattie. Sure. Gives her the tickets. He gives her the tickets to you too. He's like, we're going to have a great time these next couple of days yeah. in London. Steamy, naughty weekend away in London. Shame he's got a terrible set, taste in music. Yeah. Cut back to the mall. Uh, we, we're coming up to the point here. So there's there we get a bit of a mall montage of them watching shit in the mall. She, I, I up to this point I was like this this movie is making me feel a bit sick it's <laughs> so saccharine it and is. like especially the mall scenes yeah. again it's this plinky plunky like Jesus music it kind of it, it does lose that a little bit though after this point doesn't it it's not like that all the way through it's it's sickly but I wouldn't say it was I think it gets pretty sickly at the end when yeah. they start to reunite but yeah it, it this it turns into I, an I feel like film we're about 40 point. minutes in and nothing's happened yeah, so far. But it does turn into a bit it's, of an action film from now on. It's a tough start. <laughs> it does. So we get a bit of a more montage. We do that bit that everybody does in films where she may have lost a kid. Yeah. Then she finds a oh, kid. Oh no, he was just he chasing was just, a balloon. He was watching he? a drone. Yeah. Um, they have a hug, Chloe and Ray Minnie. Yeah. And while she's hugging him, this really weird flash thing happens. Sure. And suddenly she's just hugging his clothes. Yeah. He has vanished. He's gone. There's lots of screaming going on in the mall. Yeah, loads of people have disappeared. Loads of people have just disappeared in this instant. Like, boom, gone. Puffed yeah. in a puff of dust. Then we cut back to the plane, and the same thing has happened on the plane. Sure. So the co-pilot has gone. Yep. Some of the first class... The, the people in first class who we didn't meet at the beginning have also gone. The other stewardess has gone. The other stewardess Because there's only... Hattie left There's now. only Nicolas Cage, a co-pilot, and two stewardesses on this long-haul flight. Yeah. So half of them are gone. It <laughs> seems very understaffed for <laughs> a plane seem very understaffed. All of the kids on the plane have gone. Yes. So the, there's no kids left anywhere. The uh, crazy old lady is still there, but her husband goes. Yeah. Um, but other than that, most Bucks of those cameraman cast of stereotypes stayed, didn't they? Yeah. Book's cameraman disappeared. He was quite funny as well. Yeah. Uh, he never... Co- the, none of these people are ever seen again. No. <laughs> But they're just accepting. But there's chaos. But there's, there's chaos. chaos there's obviously ground. chaos on the plane. There's chaos on the plane. The chaos on the plane has mainly come from the parents of the kids who have just all yeah. vanished. But obviously other people are upset. People are running around the cabin. It's all gone a bit crazy. People are running around in the mall. There's there's looters already in the mall. Yeah. There's already a news report going on. It's fast. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's already a news report on the yeah, TV. Someone just runs by with like a plasma TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit. Um, Chloe gets out to the car park. 
and a pl- little plane crashes into her car. How many times does she nearly get run over in this movie? <laughs> By planes. <laughs> and then a bus gets her in a, nearly gets her in about 30 yeah. seconds. So it's all kicking off. There's chaos going on in both areas that we're watching this sure. film. The passengers decide that what they're going to do is storm the cockpit. Of course. Because why? <laughs> Nicholas Cage will know the answer, I guess. Yeah, it's the captain. Uh, so, but he's up there trying to figure out, he's trying to stabilise his plane. Because yeah, because he wasn't in the cockpit when, when it happened. It disappeared. Autopilot has gone off. <laughs> For some reason, maybe because the co-pilot's not there anymore. Don't know. Um, so he's trying to stabilize this plane, which he does. Uh, which he does. Yeah, but he gets the, it under the, control. The, he can't stabilize the passengers. No. So he, the passengers are banging on the door trying to get into the cockpit, which yeah. is now all of a sudden secure. It wasn't when it was on the floor. Sure. So what he decides to do is fake a pressure situation, yes, or low pressure situation, and drops the oxygen masks. So. Everyone has to go and sit Everyone down. Everyone has to go and sit down. And everybody does go and sit down. It works. Pretty clever move. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if I was in the middle of a riot on a plane on the oxygen masks, I would go and sit down. So yeah. it worked. So they're all sitting down. Cage is trying to... Cage. Ray is trying to get hold of the ground. He's trying to radio whoever you talk to on the ground. Traffic, air traffic control. <laughs> That'll be them, yeah. Nobody's answering. It's Apparently all static. of them have gone. <laughs> it's like the cookie crumbles. Yeah, um... So he thinks, well, what I'll go and do, I'll go and address the passengers. So he leaves the cockpit, puts the autopilot back on. Yeah. Goes and speaks. He walks through first class. We're not talking to them. We'll go and talk to the monkeys in normal class. Yeah. So he addresses them. He tells them, look, I have not got a fucking clue what's happening. I can't get hold of the ground. Yeah. He says, I'll try and get you some answers. I will try and get you some answers, but at the minute I have no idea. Yeah. He says, I don't know if it's just us. I don't know if it's something wider. Yeah. Which he um, doesn't. No. He's got it's no way of knowing. So, and then he's like, see ya. Yeah, <laughs> he just basically. walks back to the cockpit. So they all kick off. Everybody starts kicking off again. It, it, I looked right. I'm changing my mind. My favourite bit of the film is now this bit. Why? What happens in this bit? <laughs> because uh, Hattie, this stewardess, comes into him in the uh, on the flight deck. Yeah. And she, she's she's kept it together quite well. She gets gets in the cockpit with, uh, with Ray. And she says, are you not scared? And Cage delivers a brilliant line. <laughs> he says, I will be as soon as I have time. <laughs> because he's in the middle of a six and a half hour flight where he's basically not got anything to do now. So he, book, he says book to her, starts like vlogging it, doesn't he? He does, yeah. And he says, Ray says to Hattie, get the flight manifest. Find out who's here. Find out who's not here. Yeah, how many are we Basically, missing? it's busy work to give her yeah. something to do. Um, book starts vlogging. He's got his camera out. He starts like just putting that in people's faces. Yeah. It's like, here's here's a camera, look at this. Where's your daughter gone? Yeah. Chloe decides, well, I can't drive home now, I've got to walk home because this plane's totaled my car. Oh man, this <laughs> right. It took us so long to get home. It's a freaking tour around the whole city. So the first the first time we say she's under a bridge. Yeah. She's walking under a bridge. This is where the bus nearly falls on top of her. Yeah, that's just the one. So but she gets mugged first, because she's still got Raymond's bag. It's just what you need. <laughs> <laughs> she's still got Raymond's bag, and this moped comes past and mugs her, takes the kid's bag, and she's like, "Oh, that's my brother's bag. Oh shit! There's a school bus about to fall on me." And the school bus falls off the bridge, rolls through the. There's nobody on the school bus. Yeah, because all this the kids have gone. Two scenes in a row. She's just avoided being run over by a plane. Yeah. Now she's been avoided, avoiding being crushed, being by, crushed a by a bus. But why this thing happened now? Ten minutes ago. Yeah. Why is this bus crashing now? Exactly. <laughs> or is it teetering on the edge of the bridge? I don't think And it then was, it eventually it? fell. I don't. I didn't understand where the bus had come from. <laughs> because the driver's obviously gone and all of the kids have gone. So the bus is empty. Yeah. So surely the bus would have just stopped. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> it's not convenient <laughs> for it to do that. <laughs> this is my favourite line that I've written here. Uh, we go back to the plane and I've written, an hysterical lady claims to know what's going on. Then goes to the toilet. To do drugs. To do drugs. Yeah. She sits there and she's like, I know what's happening. I'm going to the toilet. <laughs> she just leaves them all on this cliffhanger. Goes to the toilet, does some drugs and comes back again. Yeah. She thinks she's just having a bad trip though at this point. Yeah. So she doesn't think any of it's real. It was so weird, that scene. And then in the middle, middle of all this, the, the Muslim, the token Muslim passenger <laughs> yeah. says, Carl, I think we should all have a good pray. Let's have a good old pray. <laughs> And things might be all right. And then the angry midget's like, what? Hang on. Are we praying to your God or my God? I was like, this is not the time or the place to have this conversation. And But obviously that's what this whole yeah. fucking mess is about. And the Muslim guy's like, whoa, whoa, doesn't matter. 
doesn't matter which God you pray to. Yeah, just pray to our God. I was like, I don't want, I don't want this conversation now <laughs> in this situation. And the what the fuck film are we watching here? <laughs> um, Chloe now decides that what I'll do, I'll call home because I've not tried that. Sure. I'll ring my mum. Yep. Nobody answers. No. So that's that. Um, Cage says to everybody on the makes a call over the tannoy, saying uh, we're not quite halfway yet. So I'm going to turn the plane around and we're going to go back home. Standard procedure, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, he's still trying to call her. He's trying to call Irene now as well. He's trying and to satellite phone. satellite phone. He's trying to call her. Hattie comes into the cockpit and all of a sudden Ray goes, that's another plane. Can see <laughs> another plane? Shit, there's another plane coming. And he doesn't do anything about it, but he can see this plane's heading straight for, for ages. For ages. <laughs> he tries to radio this plane and he eventually says, Hello, other plane. I'm going to climb a thousand feet up now because you're like 10 feet in front of me. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, we can't quite get out of the way. We see that there's no pilots on this plane. Yeah. So he's basically talking to nobody. It's only a small, it's a small like private jet, isn't it? Yes. It's not a big plane. He left it a little bit too late. Yeah, he did. Because the, the, jet, the plane clips his wing. It does. Damages it. And then that plane crashes. Yeah, that, that, that explodes. That just explodes and crashes. There's a good edit here because... Is there? Because I thought this was terrible. <laughs> Did you? I liked it. I thought it was awful. <laughs> so the little guy is checking through the Muslim's back because he's like, this guy's got to be a terrorist. Look at him. Yeah. The guy, the Muslim guy find, catches him and goes into his pocket and pulls something out. And then there's a gunshot goes off. But yeah. then we're suddenly with Chloe because the gunshot goes off with her. I, I liked that. I just thought, why do we have to do this with the Muslim guy? Yeah, agreed it's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> but the edit itself was quite good, how it was like, you think he's just shot the little guy and he hasn't. It's it's a jewellery store owner shooting a burglar. Yeah. <laughs> I quite liked it. I just looked, she has, took, she has taken the worst route home. She's, <laughs> she's nearly been run over and crushed. And she's now just, by sheer luck and about half a second, avoided being obliterated by a shotgun. shotgun. I've written here, Chloe's now just aimlessly running around the city. Uh, I thought it was, these scenes with her were awful. <laughs> yeah, they were. Because um, at this point, she gets to the hospital. Please explain to me why she's gone to the hospital. She was looking for a Ray Mini. Um, why would he have made it to the hospital? Everyone's disappeared. I don't know. <laughs> but she goes to the hospital looking for him. What? Right. But then... I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> she's at the hospital. She's at the front door of the hospital. <laughs> no. No. Nah. Not I'm not going to walk through the front door with everybody else. What I'm going to do is go around the side of the hospital, sure. break a window, sure. crawl through the broken glass. It felt like it took three minutes for her to crawl through this glass did. pane. Indeed. It did indeed. And then what I'm going to do is go back to the front door, but on the inside of the hospital. Yeah. So why don't she just walk through the front door? I want to talk more about breaking this window. Okay, go for it. Because she gets like a street sign or whatever, yeah. smashes the bottom pane of glass in this window. Yeah. And then it takes about two minutes for her to crawl through the glass that she smashed. And she really carefully, like, puts her hands on the floor between the glass yeah. and pulls herself through. And it just really made me laugh because it looks comedy. Because <laughs> she literally could have just used the piece of metal she'd just used to smash the window to s- s- swipe the or glass Or put it on top way. of the glass. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even need to break in in the first place. The hospital was open. She just fancied a bit of... <laughs> Smashing shit up. Didn't understand because in the very next scene she's in and the that's crowd why in the hospital. She didn't get taken away because she's going <laughs> Cause around she's smashing windows. <laughs> um, and she, she she decides to go. She doesn't go to the children's ward. No, though to look for her brother. No. She goes to the fucking maternity. She goes to the maternity suite. ward. I've written it. Chloe's in the maternity ward for some reason. <laughs> um, all the there's no babies there. No. All the babies have gone because all all the ki- we find out at this point from a jump scene because <laughs> there's a mysterious pregnant or used to be pregnant lady yeah. or newly crowned mother crowned <laughs> newly crowned mother who just sweeps a curtain back and scares the shit out of all of us and and she says i've just been watching the news nobody's seen a kid since this thing happened in the sure. world in the world I, yeah. all the kids have gone there's no evil kids in i the heard world. the talk- nurses talking yeah Oh, there's no evil kids in the world. All the kids have gone. Yeah. But it is all that reveals to her and to us, possibly, that it's all over the world. Ray says to Buck, we're back on the plane. He's like, can you take your camera and go and take a picture of the wing so I can see how much damage is done? Yeah. He, <laughs> Buck comes back, shows the picture to Ray. Ray says, oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the wing catches fire. 
Because it starts spitting it starts, fuel out, which it, it wasn't Literally, the second after he says, oh, that's not too bad, fuel starts pissing out of the yeah. back of it. And then it catches fire. It's, and I think that's what annoyed me so much about it. Is, is those lazy contrivances. Yeah. Like, go and have a look. Oh, it's fine. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit's not trouble. fine. <laughs> like, it's like, that's not how you create drama and tension. No, it's not. So, obviously, now all the passengers are freaking out because there's, fireball there's a fire shooting out them, the back of the plane. Following the plane, basically. Ray goes on the tannoy and says, everybody, look, it's fine. Stay I, calm. I, I get Ray says to Book, look, is the, this is really important. Is the wing on fire <laughs> yeah. or is the fuel behind the wing on fire? Yeah. It's quite an important difference. To... Uh, and Buck says, why does that matter? <laughs> <laughs> and then Something Cage... Something investigative journalist you are. Cage does a, quite a clever thing because he gets a cup, a, play, a paper cup, and, he's there and he gets a pencil and he pokes the pencil in the top and he says, if it's here, it's fine. And then he pokes the pencil in the bottom and he says, if it's here... It's bad <laughs> because all the fuel's coming out or not. And I thought that's quite clever. I like that. <laughs> but Cage uses a really awesome cup analogy. <laughs> then the fire goes out. Yeah. So that was just a thing that happened for a few minutes. Cage also now reveals that when he said the wing was fine a minute ago, what he meant to say was, I now have no climb. <laughs> the elevators are broken. So we can go down, but we cannot go back up. Yeah. That's quite and a big deal. We have no wing. idea how much fuel we've lost. Yeah. That's quite a big deal for a wing feels like it doesn't it's it half its job literally half its job and then chloe gets home hey chloe arrives at home finally. there's a bit more walking around first like she sees a sad lady sitting on the steps yeah looking for a kid everybody's yeah. looking for kids because all the kids are gone we briefly we briefly cook back to the plane because hasid who is the muslim guy has got a got a theory because he's like what if they haven't all disappeared what if they're all just now invisible yeah and everybody's like what the fuck are you talking about and Buck says, it's no more stupid than them all being disappeared. And everybody's like, yeah, fair enough, it's not. Yeah, and then the, the Asian there's like, well, I think aliens took them. Yeah, he thinks it's alien abduction, which is slightly more plausible. Chloe's at home. Chloe's looking around the house. She's got a baseball bat, because just in case. Cool. Her mum's been replaced by a, yeah. somebody else. In case she wants to break another window. Yep, and she can hear a shower running. So she heads upstairs, shower's running, her mum's not there. No, but her necklace is. Her, ne- her mum's necklace is there. So her mum's like in a the cross, shower. isn't it? Or... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's some sort of... It was mentioned earlier, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, so her mum has also gone, been raptured. Yeah. If See that's what this is. If that's what this is. Ray starts going through his co-pilots. Ray's had a brainwave at this point. Indeed. Now, we don't know what his brainwave is at this point, but we find out quite quickly. He's been thinking about his wife, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he has. That, that's where it's come from. Yeah. So he goes through the co-pilot's things. Yeah. And he's searching for all his possessions and what's going on. Then he finds his watch. Did you see what was on his watch? Yeah, John 316. <laughs> the face of his watch was John 316, which was clearly just written on in pen. Talk about your John 316s. <laughs> I'm not cutting that promo. <laughs> so that is why the co-pilot has gone, because he is a man of religion. Yeah. So he says to Hattie, go and get the other stewardesses things sure let's see if she was religious bring me her clothes bring me yeah chloe finds her mum's phone she hears a voicemail that her dad had left yeah so one of the satellite calls had kind of got through but he didn't realize this and it was whilst the collision was about to happen that's what had been recording so now she thinks that the plane's been involved in a collision um so she throws a book through a window yes (laughs) because she's angry she loves breaking windows and ray at this point then reveals to hattie that he now thinks he knows where they are yeah the word rapture is never used in this film. Is it not? No, not once. And nobody ever comes out right and says that's what it is. Yeah. But that's what it is. Because do you think that's... Do you think they're relying on... Yes. People just getting taken along for the ride watching the movie, not really taking it in. Whereas if they actually said, oh, they've all been taken to heaven or it's the rapture, yeah. people will just get up and leave because they'll suddenly go, oh shit, this is a religious film. Possibly. But I don't know. But Which it clearly is. But they're trying the, to hide that because they've done a Hollywood version of it. It's a massively religious Because I bet in those cheap ass religious ones that you talked about at the start, the word rapture is used all the time. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> we, need to, we need to watch. I think we need to watch it. At least the first one. I, I would watch the original of this movie. Shall we, shall we do it as a bonus episode? Yeah, then? fine. Deal. It's on Amazon Prime. Let's do it. I, I, I'm intrigued to see if it's better because IMDb says it is. I'm intrigued to see if it is. I'll do the trilogy. I don't care. I'm not, <laughs> well, let's do one. Scared. <laughs> let's do one as a bonus episode for the Patreons and we'll go from there. 
Edwin is the nerd on the plane. He believes they've passed through a wormhole. Okay. But he doesn't get time to explain this theory because the lady picks up a gun. The lady's found a gun. A lady's found a gun. She's panicking. She, I think she was described as the wife of an NFL player. So her husband, yeah, was the quarterback for the New York Jets. Yes. And she says, this is all a setup. Everyone on here is against me. Yes. He has paid you all to be in on this. Yeah. And to take my daughter back. So she pulls a gun on all of them. Yeah. And she's like, how much has he paid you? This plane must have landed whilst I was asleep. Yeah. And Buck tries to talk her down. He's like, don't be stupid. I've been awake the whole time. This plane's not landed. We were across the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Where would it have landed? I actually buy that someone would think this. Yes. Because people are that selfish and self-centered. To say this is all about me. And, and it doesn't make there's sense. that many wacky conspiracy theories out there when you think about the real world at the minute. Yeah, definitely. I actually bought this bit. It didn't make sense to it. That I didn't kid have had a problem with vanished. this. Yeah. yeah. She couldn't get her head around the fact that the kid had just vanished. And so this was the way her brain had... Uh, interpreted it ray drops a bombshell to hattie at this point that he's married which she did not know oh okay is that what you took from that yeah oh, okay <laughs> well he says it and she's like Ugh, and then she's crying in the next thing oh, so i, I assumed just... that's what was happening. okay um i i thought she was just upset because he'd like basically said i assumed that she didn't I'm, know I'm going, the yeah because he, he must still take his wedding ring off her at some reason yeah true true um the, the lady who was doing drugs earlier says that she knows where this lady's daughter is She's, again, being mysterious and got some mysterious theories. Oh, she says it's in the Bible. Yeah. People so she be taken. So her and Ray, and we re- reveal in a minute Chloe, have all come to the same conclusion at the same time. Convenient. That this is the rapture. Yeah. But nobody says the word rapture. No. <laughs> um, Chloe goes to a church at this point. Her mum's church. Her mum's church. And the pastor is there. He has not been taken. He has not been taken. Pedophile. <laughs> he says... <laughs> What? <laughs> He's just assuming that yeah. former pastor not being taken. Yeah. Okay. It's the church. He he says, look, this is... I, odds on. That's all odds I'm saying. Fair. It's fair. He says God's done this. This is God's work. Um, we, he's been, we, we've known that this was going to happen at some point for years. This yeah. has happened. Do you remember in 2012 when everybody thought it was going to happen? Yeah. It was a crazy time. <laughs> I remember. Oh, what I'd give for that to be the craziest thing that happened. Yeah. Since then, everything's gone to shit. <laughs> The lady on the plane reveals at this point that also that she thinks it's God's work and Ray at the same time says he thinks it's yeah. God's work too. We, we're getting it battered in our face at this point, but we're not being... Nobody's using the word rapture. The pastor says they've all been taken to heaven and the preacher reveals that he was a fraud. He was he, did, he said the word of God, but he never believed the word yeah. of God and that's why he's not been taken. <laughs> um, Buck talks this lady out of a gun at this point it's she she's about to kill herself um he talks her down by saying that his mom killed herself and it wasn't very nice yeah um rarely is and he eventually gets the gun off her <laughs> hattie's crying because of she just found out that ray's married he says look this isn't about us it's about god because <laughs> that's where he reveals that he thinks it's the rapture too um is that my, my wife was right <laughs> and then a voice appears over the radio. Hello. And it's Marcus. Yeah. Who was supposed oh to have... Do did we, did we know Marcus? Uh, I, I, in my head, it's the same guy who drove the so little the, car same. and gave her the U2 ticket. It's the only guy I could think of. Because if they've only got like two pilots and two stewardesses, yeah. it makes sense that he's doing everything on the ground, <laughs> running the whole of JFK airport. So he could just like, it's, it's like, right, it's Marcus, I'm on the ground. And we're supposed to be like, who the fuck's Marcus? Yeah. But... We're just supposed to know who he is. He tells Ray at this point that the whole planet's been affected. Ray's like, I'm on my way back. He's like, I'm 20 minutes out. I need a runway. Yeah. Because we've got no fuel and I'm barely going to make it to JFK, yeah. let alone anywhere else. Marcus is like, you'll be lucky. You're fucked. There's planes man. all There's over planes the floor. everywhere. <laughs> There's no runways. You can't land on a runway. He's like, you'll have to go to Syracuse. Yeah. Which is a long way away. And Ray hasn't got the fuel to do that. No way. Book says to him, can we land on water? sensible suggestion raise like, i'm no sully i'm no sully and also i can't raise the nose because the elevators are broken yeah. can't raise the nose of the plane we would just flip and it would be a disaster so no landing on water is out and ray says we've got one option and that option is for marcus to clear as a runway <laughs> otherwise we're fucked chloe's now climbing a bridge oh my god i hated <laughs> this she's getting closer to god 
She is. Going up in the sky. She is. Book reveals that he's... Because Ray says, can you try and call Chloe? And gives him a book. book gives Book Ray's phone. Yeah. And Book's like, I've been trying to call Chloe for the last hour. I've not stopped thinking yeah. about it since I met her. And Ray's like, oh, okay, you're good son-in-law material. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, Ray says, I have no pl- choice but to get home to Chloe. Because I know my daughter's gone. Uh, my wife's gone. Who's guessing? Because yeah. she's religious. Never mentions his son. Never mentions the son. Nobody ever Ray mentions Minnie. the son. Never get, Ray Mini never gets mentioned by anybody. <laughs> Ray has to get home to Chloe, who is now just standing on a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> she starts screaming at the sky, apologising to her mum for not believing her. Again, this was supposed to be like soaring music. Yeah. Is she going to jump? This is dramatic. It just sounded like poor music to it me. Did. It was really bad. Really badly directed. <laughs> badly edited. Yeah. Um, it was not a emotional crescendo that it was... It was wanting not. me to feel it like. was not she goes to jump uh, she's going to kill herself uh, but just before she does her phone rings yeah because sure. she's up high so she's got signal now okay yeah um it's book and ray she tells ray that her mum and ray ray mini are gone her, he tells her about his issues what's going on on the yeah plane. he's like yeah forget about forget them. about them uh, and then they go ray who <laughs> ray mini who i haven't got a son um and then the phone gets cut off um because he says to her we don't have a runway. We've got nowhere to land. Yeah. The shit's on you now. You're on the ground sorted out. So she climbs back down the bridge and runs away and steals a motorbike. Yeah, because <laughs> she's got an idea. Yeah. Ray basically tells the passengers now that they're all fucked. Yeah. Now he's he, saying... He basically says... Probably you should start praying. You should start praying because we've got nowhere to land. Yeah. And we are screwed here. And he says to Book, I'm going to have to put it down on the water. I've got no other... There's no... Because he says, I can't risk flying to JFK mm-hmm. because if there's nowhere to land, I'm basically flying a missile into New York. Yeah. So we need to land before we get to JFK. He's begging, he's basically begging down the radio for clearance to anybody or listen, give me somewhere to land this plane. Nobody's listening. Chloe calls back. Yeah. Chloe's phone now works, even though she's on the floor, not on yeah, the but They're closer. They're closer, they're closer a little to bit. The ground. But I think it was more of a signal <laughs> issue. I don't think it's like, oh, the plane's like <laughs> right near now. Um, it's closer. I could just shout. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, being the hero that she is, has found an empty highway. Yes, it's partly built. Yes, it's being in the middle of construction, so there is no cars on it. Yeah. However, there are an awful lot of cones and barriers on it. Yeah. And and for some reason, welfare facilities. For some reason, lots of oil barrels. <laughs> um. So Book says to, well, she's like, "You need to land on this highway," and they're like, "Where the fuck's this highway? What are you talking about?" Yeah. So Book says, "Open the compass app on your phone and give me the <laughs> coordinates." Which he, she does, and he gives to Ray. Ray's now got somewhere Points to head plane for. At it. Ray's now got somewhere to head for. She steals a truck. He says, how long is it? I need a mile. I need a mile. Because I've got no flaps. We've got no reverse thrusters. Got no phalanges. we've got no fuel left. You yeah. can't reverse thrust if you've got no fuel. So she's like, I'll clear you a mile. Don't worry, Dad. It's fine. I've got a truck here. <laughs> so she dry- gets in this truck, and she just drives at cones and clears them, basically clears them off the road. Yeah, until she finds a steamroller <laughs> in the way. There's a fucking steamroller in the way. Luckily, that bit of tension is quickly dealt with because they've left the keys in it. And then, then there's a humorous scene where she drives it, but it goes really, really slowly. That's what they do. <laughs> She's like, and it's just watches it just driving really slowly on this um, steamroller. So she clears a path for the truck, and now. There's an alarm going off in the plane because there's no fuel left. Yeah. They're basically a glider. They are empty. Um, Ray reveals at this point we now need the full length of this runway because we've got no reverse thrust. If we land, we've got brakes and that's it. I can't put it in reverse. Um, But he didn't know where this highway is. He's got the coordinates, but he can't see it because it's night time. Yeah. He says, you've got to give me a signal. (laughs) She's like, I need a bright light. So she starts flashing the headlights on the truck (laughs) as if if he's going to see that from 20,000 feet up in the air. He's like, no, I need something bigger than that, chicken. (laughs) <laughs> so she's like okay well i've just seen a load of oil barrels yeah i'll set them on fire yeah sure so she causes an explosion basically which book spots from the air it's pretty big it's a big explosion although yeah if i am being picky given the chaos we've seen on the ground yeah there'd be quite a lot of that sort of thing going a on, lot of explosions going on yeah there was because if and later we, on we see well we saw them earlier on and we see them later on but not at this key point no, when they only needed like, to see one to land the plane. <laughs> we need an explosion and then an explosion goes off. Let's head for that explosion. Yeah. Um, and after a lot of kerfuffle, they land the plane. 
She also, I just really, I don't want to belabor the point as well, but she then goes back in the truck yeah. to head to the other end of the runway yeah. and manages to crash the, the truck. Yeah. Now, Ray's going to. A straight bit of road that's now not got anything on it. And Ray's going to land a plane on. Yeah. She crashes a truck on. <laughs> it really made me laugh. It really made me laugh. There's quite a few bits here that made me laugh. So, Ray lands the plane. Um, the wheels give way. He's tipped it to one side. And that wing is heading straight for Chloe's head. Yeah. So, Buck says, make it lean the other side, please, because I'd quite like Chloe's head to stay on. So, he makes the plane lean the other way and the wing clips over the top of Chloe's head. And then it basically crashes to a halt about an inch away from a petrol truck. Yeah, which is just parked <laughs> across, across the road. The new... <laughs> so, it's not she like cleared part... a mile. She measured it in the truck. It's She'd not like that. safely stored in a uh, hazardous uh, no, it was a, zone. It was a petrol tanker. Just left there. I've been thinking there's a hair on my face for ages and it's on my microphone. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> it's literally a comedy scene where you can see this petrol tanker and this plane going towards it and then it just Dinks it at the yeah. end. It's like, just stop. I'll just hit my mic. Apologies. Oh, got so far into this episode <laughs> before you did it. I don't know. I'm, I'm such a nightmare. Hattie comes back. She re- she opens up the escape chute. Yeah. Um, they start evacuating the plane. And then <laughs> Hasid, the Muslim guy, just throws the midget off. Yeah, he just kicks him up the <laughs> ass. I can't say midget, I don't think. I think that's politically incorrect. But it's down the uh, He literally just throws chute. him off it. <laughs> I mean, the guy was a dick. There's no two ways about it. But and that, so all the passengers get off. Chloe comes running up and hugs Book. Yeah, she's reunited with Book first. This guy she met for ten minutes <laughs> earlier on in the film. Ray, instead of going to find Chloe, finds Hattie. Yeah, apologizes to her a little bit. Says, Look, "I'm really sorry." It was never we're never going to work. We're never, probably not going to get to you too. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Bono is fucking gone to heaven. He'd fucking like to think so, wouldn't he? <laughs> but wouldn't it be funny if he had to stay oh, behind? Imagine if the edge went and Bono yeah, didn't. The oh, fucking, the two you don't know, the drummer and the bassist went to heaven <laughs> and the edge and Bono have got to stay behind. <laughs> There's no way all of you two have stayed behind. No fucking way. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, sorry, we're not going to you two. Uh, I think we should probably end it. Um I've only got. I've not got a wife now, so it'd be less of an issue. You too would be you too. <laughs> would. So he ends it off, even though he's single. And then he he, apolog- he does meet up with Chloe, and he, they have a hug, and he apologises to her. We then get a nice look out over New York, which is on fire. Yeah, the whole of New York's on fire. It but is now. Yeah. Why? I don't know why. In the two minutes since the plane landed, <laughs> I don't know why. What's caused all the kids disappearing have somehow caused this city to go on fire? Sure. And Buck says, this was my favourite line of the film. Buck says, oh, it looks like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And Chloe says, no, not yet. This is just the beginning. <laughs> and then the film ends. Nick, I think I know the answer to this. But what did you think of it? I hated this film. Did you actually? I absolutely hated it. I was, it was, I, I will say this. I've really enjoyed talking about it. Me too. It, it's made for, a, I think it's made for a really good episode. I hope so. Uh, it's a long episode. you can just pull it apart. It, it I... I hated watch. I, I would have turned this off, I think. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was terrible. I had a lot of fun with it. It's, I've really enjoyed it's it. It's awful. It is, no doubt. It's not a good film. But it's one of those... I thought it was pushy. It was preachy. It was really it was dis- preachy. I, it was actually offensive. But, it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it was. But some of the action If you If you take the, that as... The tension's there. No, it's not. I thought it was There's quite no tense when the plane was about to land. I quite enjoyed it. I thought that's, those like 10 minutes was good. I didn't hate. Them. I feel I, right. I think if you just took the plane scenes, yeah, I would give you that. Okay, that's but fine. I thought everything she was doing on the ground was ridiculous. Pulled the rug from under any dramatic tension in this movie. I think that's fair. I think when we get to turn in the tide, I think what you well, let's do that now. <laughs> to turn the tide on it, you have less Chloe more, right? I I said in the Discord when Ross asked me what I thought of this because I. I he asked, I think I'd watched about 40 minutes and Nicolas Cage had been in it for 10 minutes. Yeah. I said, I feel like it needs more Nicolas Cage. By the end of this movie, I wanted more and less Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if that's not a good review of all Nicolas Cage films, <laughs> recent ones especially, I don't know what is. I think the fact that Chloe wasn't doing anything on the floor, she was just trying to get home, but not going home. Yeah. If she had a purpose you probably get more out of it. But the plane scenes are much better than her scenes. Yeah. But I didn't hate this film. The, because they there was that much intercut between them. Yeah. That it was almost even. I it, it 
it made it lopsided because I just, I, I, honestly, I didn't give a fuck about what was going on on the ground. I don't think honest. I enjoyed it because it was a good film. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it because it isn't a good film and it was just humorous to laugh at. I, 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 <laughs> but, and I've really enjoyed recording this episode. Yeah, me this. too. I have as well. Um, and it did make me laugh out loud a couple of times unintentionally. But but when it nearly hit that pos- petrol truck at the end, yeah, I was crying. I, was like, I almost can't believe they did that. No, because, it was so stupid. Because it is so preachy and wants. I feel like it wants to be serious. Then put that in at the yeah, end where it, felt it stops like a, an inch away from a petrol tank. It felt like something out of The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> it was just really silly. Yeah, it just I don't know. I don't put know what this they were way, thinking. Right. If this, oh god, this is going to get me in trouble. Don't get cancelled. Think of Battlefield Earth. Yeah. Right. Okay. Which is one of the worst films of all time. Yeah. Chiefly because of its denounced of its links and its sort of allegories to Scientology. Yeah. If this was about Scientology and not Christianity. Yeah. Think how much this would this would be infamous. This movie. Yeah, you're probably right. You, you are. Not, you I'm are not. Right. Look, if you're a religious person, fine. Look, whatever helps. That's Who? great. But. Who is it more offensive? Anything that preaches at me this much is going to turn me straight <laughs> off. I'm sorry. That's fair. Who's it more offensive to? The religious people or non-religious people? Is it offensive to Christians or non-Christians? Because I was offended by it. I don't know. You'd have to ask a Christian. <laughs> I just, I feel like it diminishes their beliefs quite a lot, but also preaches them at the same time. I think it's really interesting they didn't use words like rapture, rapture. and they never said, well... They never really said all oh, the good people have gone. No, did they, they didn't. No, they, they, that was never no. outrightly expressed. No, it was oh they've taken the innocent because all the babies have gone. All the babies, all the, the kids. Nobody's seen any. And kids. all the believers have gone. Yeah, but that was only based on his wife, his co-pilot, and the other stewardess. Yeah, because they obviously didn't want to go down that route too. Yeah, so like, why would the old man go, but not the old woman? Yeah. So is it because she's crazy and she couldn't remember that she <laughs> was religious? At no but, point does it say. God has taken the good people to heaven. But that's what's happened. Yeah. That's what's happened, but it doesn't say that to you. It just says he's taken the kids. Because I think that would be committing commercial suicide. Agreed. <laughs> As a it, piece it's of... like it bottled what it wanted. It bottled its message. Yeah. And just didn't, but still did it. Just didn't talk about it. Yeah. But I, I got something out of it. I didn't hate it. I, I had fun watching it. I didn't. I, 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 I maybe it was a mood thing and the wrong caught me at the wrong time but I, I, I just I just love I shit didn't. films I, 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 I know I do usually yeah well. you do yeah but I don't know I was just, but I really didn't enjoy this I knew what I was getting before I got it I think I think I had an idea what I was going, what I was getting into I just it for me it just took itself so seriously it I was, did and I, I think that's what I found quite humorous it about it me. the fact that it I find I think what's annoyed you is what I find yeah. entertaining it just t- it took me the way. Maybe it wasn't. It was the mood on the day I watched it. I don't know. But I I thought until the until everyone disappeared. So that first thirty thirty five minutes. Oh my god! This was well, this uh, at that point. This is one of the worst things yeah, we've agreed, ever watched. Agreed. Nothing had happened for that half. It was half terrible, and it was because it was relying on all these conversations. Because it's terribly written. Yeah, it is. And no one's interested. Even, even though he is a pioneer of this sort of film, what it was terribly written. <laughs> but the the actual scene itself where the people disappeared was I thought done really well when she was hugging the kid and then she was just hugging his clothes yeah that was I thought that, that was, was done really well and now uh, the, the flash of like you knew something had happened but you didn't quite see what it was yeah. I thought that was done really well yeah I, I'm really interested to watch the other one we won't do like a full deep dive like this one but we'll watch it and yeah I'm up for report that. back on it that'd be a good bonus episode for the Let's do patrons it. I don't know how shall we find out how long it's on for before we commit to this probably like four hours oh uh, we've said it now <laughs> Oh, it's on for less time than this. One forty. Okay. Cool. So we'll do the first one, and then we'll decide if we can do the two sequels. Sure. Deal. Good. We don't need to turn the tide because I think we already did. I've got a great idea. Oh, go well, on. I think I have. Go on. I to turn the tide on this. Forget all the religious stuff. <laughs> wow, that does turn the tide. We're, we're having the same thing happen. Okay. People are disappearing. Yeah. I am putting this movie into the MCU. Okay. There's no superheroes in it. But this is what happens when Thanos clicks his fingers. Oh, so this is like another perspective of the click. But it's just normal people. Uh, to be fair, Marvel should do that. Yeah. <laughs> just call it the click. Stories of the click. Stories, <laughs> stories of the click. Stories from the click. Just what happened in the real world to people. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's, Marvel should definitely... Why have Marvel not done that? 
They should definitely do that. Like a serious film of what happens. Yeah, it's to Ninety these, minutes, dead, dead straight, lean, dead down the line, taut thriller of what happened when for that couple of days. Why have they not done that? They concentrate too much on superheroes. Yeah, they? yeah. That's a great Think idea. Outside the box. That's what we'll just pretend that's what happened. Oh, brilliant! I so, love this movie. We never got told. We never got clarification yeah. that it was definitely the rapture. Well, that's just what Cage thought. Top of the stream. This then. top of the stream. It's a Marvel film. <laughs> it's a Marvel film. <laughs> Should we talk stream table? Yeah, let's do it. Where am I reading from, Nick? Bottom up. Bottom up? Yeah. Okay, so currently the bottom is the hungover games. Sure. <laughs> Temple is above that. Okay. And Wounds is above that. Okay. Uh, then Room 205. Then After. Uh, then Alien Warfare. Which one was your? Uh, Alien Warfare was, was mine. Alien Warfare was yours. After was Sam's. Hungover games was mine. Correct. This is Ross's. So we're, are we in that area? Yeah, are we going yeah, higher? for sure. I think so. We're not going past Alaska as a drag, are we? No. Alien Warfare, then. Let's compete it against yours. This is worse. Okay. I think. Do you not think? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, after is Sam's. I hated them both for very different <laughs> reasons. This is worse than that. This is worse than, yeah. After, at least After's got a half-decent story. Yes. Half-decent story. Then we get to the bottom four. Room 205. Is one of the most boring films I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I want. It made it. me less angry than this. Really, I want to put it there. What above two hundred five? Above room two hundred five and below after. Because then you get to films like Wounds and Temple and The Hungover Games. It isn't. It isn't bottom of the stream. I feel like I'm still winning the wild card race. There's no way it's worse than The Hungover Games. It's not. <laughs> it's it's not, not. It's not worse than The Hungover it's, Games. There's no way it's worse than Temple. I think that's where I'd have it. Really? No, I like uh, above temple, under wounds. Wounds is worse than this. Wounds is nothing. There's nothing to wounds at all. <laughs> no, I don't. There's much. There's, I, there's not much to this, but it's got a plane crash and a bus crash. <laughs> it's got a plane. It's crash. got two plane crashes, <laughs> a bus crash. <laughs> That's it. Wounds has got like a gammy eye eating a dude. Yep. <laughs> it has. You're right. What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> and that. Um, Oh, fucking hell. Film. We've seen some terrible films. It's not been a good season, has it? <laughs> uh, this uh, is better than Wounds. It just is. Okay, it can be better than Wounds, but I, d- I would not like it to be above Room 205. Really? Yeah. Why? Just because that it, has that is a story. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's boring, and it's badly done. But it's, it's more cohesive than this. I don't know. I think you owed me one from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I did. That's true. I might call that in. I I hated Room Two Hundred Five, and I didn't hate. Hey, it. I wasn't a fan of it. Thank you. <laughs> but I didn't hate. I didn't hate this. Let's. I'm calling it in. I want to put it over Room Two Hundred Five. No, fine. That is your. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So it's fifth from bottom. That's too high. It's way too high. It's on an, any normal season, I'd agree with you, but it's not in this one. So Sam has really failed in this because Sam's going to have the. Oh no, you're going to have the highest wild card up the table. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you failed miserably. Well, cool. I'm still happy I picked a terrible film. It's just... Uh... Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. It's a terrible <laughs> film. So is Sam, so is Ross's, so is mine. But it looks like I might win this. Should we pick next week's film? Yeah, let's do it. Because we've been going for ages. It's a lot to digest when the world's ending. That's true. What do you... Uh, we had a short wave, so we can have a longer movie show. Fair dues. What do you want to see next week? I don't know. This has fried my brain. I really uh, want something good. Yeah. I want to watch something good. <laughs> yeah, just find something good. I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Yes, please. It has picked a film called Triple Threat. Okay. Do you have any idea what Triple Threat is, Nick? I mean, it sounds like it could be actually fight. Fights. I'm, I'm picturing... Fights. Fighting. You would be correct to picture fighting. Okay. Triple Threat is from 2019. It's a 15 and it runs for an hour and 36 minutes and it's from Thailand. Excellent. Well, it says country of origin, Thailand, China and the United States. Sweet. Language is spoken, English, Mandarin and Thai. So there's going to be subtitles. Do you want to know a synopsis? Yes, please. It says, when a billionaire's daughter intent on bringing down a major crime syndicate is targeted by a group of professional assassins, a team of mercenaries must stop them before they kill her. I'm in. (laughs) You're all all in on this. Obviously, you're not going to know anybody who's in it, I don't think. They're all uh, Thai or Chinese. Oh, no, I'm I'm wrong. Michael Bisping's in it. What? (laughs) Even in the show before? Yes. How random is that? That is so random. There's actually quite a few American actors in it. So, uh, 
Michael J. White's in it. Oh, okay. He was um, Spawn, wasn't he? Mm, I think so. And Scott Adkins. He's in Doctor Strange. So yeah, a lot to look forward to on that one, I think. That sounds quite interesting. It's 5.6 on IMDb as well. So we, your request for something good might have gone on, <laughs> might have been heard this week. So yeah, go and check out Triple Threat. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, the email address is bottomofthestream at gmail.com and the website is bottomofthestream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded. They're available to play straight in your browser. All five season stream tables are on there. There's loads of cool other little bits and bobs on there. And you can even get some merch if you want to, if you want a bottom of the stream shower curtain. That's yours. Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream for that. For a couple of quid every month, you get early access to the episodes. You'll get to hear the bonus episode on the other version of Left Behind and any other bonus episodes that we might do. Nick occasionally writes a newsletter every month. Sure. <laughs> and if you come in at a certain level, you will get a wild card where you can do what Ross has done this week and pick the film that we watch. And after all, after you've done all of that, come join us in Discord. Come and have a chat to us. We will talk to you all day and all night on there. And we'll have some good times in there, don't we, Nick? We sure do. Uh, if you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review anywhere that you can review podcasts. That could be Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, absolutely anywhere that you can do that sort of thing maybe you could set fire to a load of oil barrels oil tankers portaloos what else was there traffic cones you could could get really creative and write to a review in fire so we can see it from a plane (laughs) oh i'd love to go on a plane yeah i know not anytime (laughs) soon cool yeah do all that and then Go and watch Left... Uh, no, don't go and watch Left Behind. Definitely don't. Go and watch Triple Threat. And we'll come back next week for The Wave on Monday. And we'll talk to you about Triple Threat next Thursday. Thank you. Cheers. Bye.